I'm Mark Pender for Econoday with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econoday. Mark, last week's big news came out. Of course, it was the Fed. We had more tapering announced after the Fed meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday. Fill us in. Well, basically, the Fed is staying on the course. Uh, back in December, the Fed indicated that uh, if the economy continued on track as expected that there would be measured steps in taper and we got another measured step with uh, last week's announcement another reduction in asset purchases of 10 billion a month starting in february so the fed now is down to 65 billion per month uh, split between uh, 30 billion in mortgage-backed securities and 35 billion for long-term treasuries and to no one's surprise policy rates were left unchanged uh, target rate fed funds range of zero to zero point two five percent but uh, the statement did have slightly different language on the status of the economy the latest statement said that quote growth in economic activity picked up in recent quarters and previously uh, the statement said economic activity is expanding at a moderate pace but of course uh, the Fed continued to focus on the fact that the unemployment rate though improved is still quote-unquote elevated so uh, we're still seeing that uh, the statement was relatively dovish especially uh, taking into account that the statement also said that inflation is uh, persistently below the 2% two per, two long-term goal. We're, ta we're taping mid-Monday, and this morning Janet Yellen was sworn in as Fed Chair. Your reaction, Mark? Uh, yes, uh, we were definitely coming to the end of uh, the Bernanke era. There were a lot of major changes at the Fed in terms of uh, monetary policy and the tools that the Fed used, especially with quantitative easing. Uh, and uh, there's transition set up for Janet Yellen. Basically, the Fed has set in place uh, interest on excess reserves and also reverse repos. So the transition is there. The uh, measured steps are in place so there should be a smooth transition we had some very interesting economic news last week and uh, we've already gotten uh, some more so far this week and more ahead uh, probably the standout from last week was the advanced estimate for fourth quarter gdp coming in at three point two percent a moderate pace mark uh, it definitely was a moderate pace, but if you look at the details, it was a little bit better than the headline figure. Uh, of course, it followed a, a st relatively strong 4.1% boost in the third quarter. And final sales were not quite as strong coming in at 2.8%. Uh, but the softening was largely due to a drop in government purchases, and uh, that to a significant degree reflected the partial shutdown in uh, federal government. So uh, the 3.2% figure uh, 
uh, actually is a little bit better once you look at the detail where government spending damped uh, the overall number. Well, it's hard to find any silver lining in the housing data we've been seeing lately. Uh, last week showed a big 7% drop in new home sales in December, and pending home sales uh, plunged a monthly 8.7%, which points to uh, significant weakness for existing home sales in the, uh, in the months ahead. And this morning, the ISM, as part of its very uh, soft uh, manufacturing report, warned that it's... Uh, housing-related industries uh, showed really significant weakness in January. Uh, what's going on? Well, this is the time of year when it's really difficult to, to determine what the underlying trend is. The, the seasonal factors are very large during winter months. Uh, e even with seasonal adjustment, uh, there can be large swings in the data. We're seeing some firming in mortgage rates, not sharply, and supply on the market is actually a little bit short. Uh, today's report on construction spending actually pointed in the other direction. So it, it clearly is suggesting that uh, there's a lot of uncertainty about housing. Uh, construction growth eased in December, but housing was strong. Uh, we saw private residential outlays jumping 2.6% in December. So what this suggests from the construction outlays report is that home builders are somewhat more optimistic than the actual sales numbers there. They're looking ahead uh, they may be worrying that mortgage rates will be picking up late this year after the Fed finishes uh, tapering its quantitative easing programs. Uh, but the data are mixed. Even though the sales numbers looked very bad, uh, the outlay numbers were rather positive. Well, that's interesting because uh, December was... Uh, uh judged to be a very uh, heavy month on the weather side and, and and much of the slowing in sales or reversal in sales was attributed to the heavy weather but that wasn't for the construction outlays so how did weather fit in construction outlays and this all gets into the polar vortex for January which torpedoed the uh, apparently torpedoed the ISM report this morning uh, that's right it, uh, we're just going to have to get past the winter months uh, a lot of the activity is in the south, which is a very huge region for housing activity. So even though we had some weather effects around the country, there's the possibility, and there's clearly uncertainty over the data, there's possibility that uh, we had good enough weather in the south to booth, boost outlays, even though sales uh, were very disappointing. Well, the big report coming up this week is the employment situation report for January. Of course, we had a very disappointing uh, growth for December, only at 74,000 for non-farm payrolls. Uh, that's right. However, analysts are looking for significant improvement in uh, this week's upcoming report. Uh, the median forecast is for 181,000 total payroll gain. Uh, of course, at midweek on Wednesday, we'll see the ADP estimate for private payrolls. Uh, 
Also, uh, there's some uncertainty about the employment report due to uh, recent we weakness in initial jobless claims, which unexpectedly jumped in the latest report by 19,000. So um, it's going to be a very interesting report. And weather, how will that affect? Weather sh may have some impact in terms of uh, clearly retail sales and construction. Uh, but uh, also, we may get some surprises for employment history being rewritten. Uh, there's a possibility there. The BLS will release its annual benchmark revisions to the payroll numbers and also there'll be a new sample for the unemployment figure. Well, thank you very much as always, Mark Rogers of Econoday. I'm Mark Pender for Econoday.